This is the Raised on Rhythm Podcast. I'm Nate Lewis, and in this episode, I have floored faces. They are one of my new favorite bands here in Seattle. They were awesome enough to come on here and chat it up. They've gotten their music out, and they'll be playing their first show back this Friday, June 25th, at the Southgate Roller Rink. I can't wait for that. I'm going to be out that show for sure. Before we get into it, I also do want to take a minute to mention my new Spotify playlist. These feature new music from up-and-coming bands right here in Seattle. There's a link to those here in the episode description. As always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Raised on Rhythm. This is the Raised on Rhythm podcast. Thank you for listening. Let's get right into it. Floored fucking faces. What's up? Glad to have you all on tonight i i mean this has been a minute in the making and before we start i want to just go around and let's let everyone introduce themselves real quick my name is colin eric joe the first time that i heard you guys music this was maybe like when i was doing the radio series back in december and i put out like a thing on seattle musicians and i was just like send me music you know i want to hear like Mm -hmm. new tracks from seattle bands i remember you put the link for feel the void Mm -hmm. in there I never heard of you guys before, but I clicked on that link and I went to the band camp and something about that song. Like, I just remember hearing it yeah. and just being like, whoa, like there's something different here. So yeah. Thanks, and, uh, man. Yeah. I mean, you guys have a new record coming out mm-hmm. very soon that that one is going to be part of. I think we're going to keep it as a single, right? I mean, it's definitely a single. Yeah, but yeah. There's truth that we're recording, re- finishing a recording of a new record. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, times being what they are, it's been a fun opportunity to just output music and figure out how that output exists. And Feel the Void was like, a should we release this as a single or should we hold on to it? And, you know, we can always re release it with an album, but for now it's a single. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. put it out, and John Richards from KEXP actually played it on the morning yeah. shift. Which I was, yeah, that was, I was like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. I know um, you do it. It was a good track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was stoked. Yeah, we were like, yeah, it was early, early yeah. in the morning. But, yeah, uh, feel the void at nine thirty in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got some attention from that track on facebook too oh yeah <laughs> yeah we did yeah. Oh my God. and that's saying something because i don't know very many people look for music on facebook yeah. anymore <laughs> these days <laughs> no it Seriously. was it was yeah. it was kind of a well i mean joe you gotta tell the story oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh well so when we put first had it um up as a demo we used like an alternate um album cover art that we pulled from well, <laughs> from like yeah uh what was it thrift it was like an instagram site yeah we we, we used a photo of a uh of a painting of two poodles (laughs) (laughs) and this sounds like it's some kind of like joke i'm going somewhere with a punchline but no we used this uh as a just joke inner band joke yeah a a photo of a painting of two poodles a really bad painting of two poodles yeah (laughs) yeah it was i mean it 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 had nothing to do with to do with the song we, we had originally hired somebody to do the artwork and you know That's they right, got yeah. they got they were really busy and you know yeah. this was kind of our answer to that it was like all right let's just 
Let's just use this. <laughs> Let's and use put it something on off thrift store art yeah. on Instagram and put it on <laughs> Facebook. And so then we like we posted it and what? Uh, Here's where it was fucking technology b- takes over. And yeah, I think even- because of. <laughs> AI algorithms looking at images. <laughs> the algorithm. It got man. picked up and recommended to a lot of people <laughs> over sixty. <laughs> and what were the dog numbers? lovers over sixty? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like within a day. How many people started following us that were like women over sixty? <laughs> oh, I mean, it just like it was like every photo was from the old country buffet. Yeah, you know? it was. It was like. We were blowing up in all the wrong ways uh, in terms of people over 60, like following floored faces. Yeah. So. Don't love the picture. Don't like the music, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was interesting. So we yeah. reacted to that and had to shift course. Yeah. Uh, and the demo got became graduated to a, a legitimate single yeah. with fantastic artwork. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Eric. Eric did the art for no the. Cap. That's a nod to Eric on the fantastic oh, yeah. artwork yeah, for sure. Hey, thanks, guys. That's what happens when you leave it to like bands to do their own artwork and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah totally. <laughs> hit all the uh, all the interesting senior citizen demographics are feeling the void now. Yeah, just be <laughs> careful. You know? just, just fuck. Matt Lock for sure. Matt yeah. Lock. Jeopardy. We're all, we're into that shit. So. What's that? Murder She Wrote. Murder, Murder She Wrote. wrote. Totally. I'm trying Centrum to Silver. Yeah. yeah, all the <laughs> Centrum Silver. Ensure to your health. Yeah. No, depends. to our health. Shout out to yeah. Depends. For Dynasty. Sure. <laughs> that's the most bizarre shout out I think that's ever happened on this podcast. Hit us up. We want to sponsor. If you guys can hit us up, it'd be great. Playing this out in my head of if that would actually play out, how I would respond to that. Like, what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> wow. But uh, but you guys got a show coming up, your first show back post pandemic. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, Jesse, runs Rat City Recon and stuff, okay. and and uh, he's been he's put us on some good shows before. Uh, he got us a show with Radkey, mm-hmm. and uh, he hooked us up. So yeah, he was like, "You guys want to play?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, well, let's play. Let's go for it." So. It's right in White Center, and it's going to be right yep. across from where Blade Palace played it, like Drunkie's Barbecue a yeah, couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I'm like, how did White Center all of a sudden become the most popping part uh, of Seattle, it's, man? It's rad, you know? It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, I think Greg is there now at Drunkie's. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout um, out to Greg. Took yep, good care of us, man. Greg. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's coming along. So we're stoked, yeah, for sure. I mean, Southgate Roller Rink has had some good um, – I don't know if you're aware of the Rat City Recon Festival, but no, he's had I... some amazing uh, bands playing there. Jesse has Jesse Lovell okay. uh, has booked like uh, Fucked and Bound played there. Zeke okay. played there. Shout out uh, to Fucked and Bound. I played yeah, them before on the uh, show. Whores played it one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? I mean, fuck, tons of bands have played there. I'm forgetting way too yeah, many yeah. good ones, but. Um, yeah. Anyways, we're playing this like outdoor thing that they're starting, and yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. Who's the other band you're playing with this Friday? Remind me. It's uh, Gif. How do you pronounce that name? I can't it, pronounce the name. Gif- it's like <laughs> I, yeah. It's like I don't even know how to fucking pronounce the name. So yeah, that's. But you can that's see them at the roller rink this that's Friday. A load, it's 
I, I'm going to get my ass kicked for not even remembering this, but it's, it's okay. Githyanki, I, I think it is. Yeah. Githy, um, and they're fucking rad, actually, though. Have you yeah, checked yeah. them out at all? They're like super heavy. But well, we still yeah. haven't figured out how to pronounce the name. We so don't, I don't know. know. How, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but um, yeah, but they're yeah, awesome. Githyanki. So I think I think you I think you yeah, got it right. That's right? how. Yeah, I I was I was listening to them the other night. I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. Like they're super heavy. Okay. Um, but yeah, I could not pronounce their name. Yankee. It's the dude from we'll Blood that. Hag. Yeah. You remember Blood Hag? Blood Hag is an older, uh, not, you know, hardcore kind of band, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm botching it, but uh, yeah. they toured and played libraries. They Whoa. played, they fucking played libraries <laughs> back in the late 90s, actually. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, and it was like, yeah, I think it was like weird libraries and like Anacortes and shit like that. But anyways, yeah. so that, that makes up for me botching their name and forgetting their name. <laughs> you just earned your credibility yes. back with that one. Thank yeah, you. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Going back in the history of that, I mean, was that the scene that you all came out of? Because I feel like, like you all, you know, you have history as musicians yeah. beyond Ford faces and yeah, other yeah. things that you've done. For sure. Um, I guess there's a lot there but yeah, like yeah. uh for me like as a musician playing i played like um in some smaller bands in like the mid 90s that were just kind of like local you yeah. know uh punk bands and stuff um with buddies and it wasn't really serious you know yeah, until just um fun yeah just having fun and um yeah i was like um just I started a band called Terror Sheets in uh, 1999, yeah. and uh, we started like playing around locally and got some, you know, some following and stuff like that. And and uh, we're on a label with Sad Robot Records, yeah, uh, which was Chris's Weird. I don't know if you remember. That. So it was more like completely different music than what we are like now, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> more on the in- indie, early indie rock shit and okay. um we got to play some amazing shows you know open yeah. it up for like uh smog and pinback and bands like that kind of in that vein um but I, yeah my history is just from like hardcore to indie rock and stuff like that and yeah. later on i played in another band called throw me the statue and we were on secretly canadian and okay. did tours and shit like that gotcha. and then um but yeah, so it's a, it's a good, it's a variety, I guess, of a lot of different styles of music. And, you know, we all have that background, like uh, Colin played a lot of garage rock and stuff. And Yeah, um, I've been in bands since I was 15. Yeah. Um, you know what it's like being a drummer. It's, uh, yeah. y- you can never be out of work. So, um, and I met Joe many moons ago at a house party yeah. we were jamming at a house party and um it just clicked and you know here we are years later two bands later yeah um, and we could probably fast forward to like floored faces and how floored faces came together yeah yeah, yeah uh I mean, real, really, because I like, want to bring in Eric. He's got <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like, um, I didn't play. So, I mean, to go through everything, it would take us. We'll be here all night. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, uh, twelve volume. You know, podcast. like so, tear sheets. <laughs> then into uh, throw me the statue, and then into final spins mm-hmm. um, with Colin in like two thousand nine, and then from that, pearly gate music, which was oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Josh. 
Tillman's brother, it's band Zach Tillman. Um, yeah, yeah. And so we toured with that. And then, and then I kind of took a little bit of a break. I did Joseph Giant for a while and okay. then uh, took a, he did Pika Beats. Yeah, I played Harley uh, Art. And, uh, yeah, Harley Art Records, Pika Beats. Um, I moved out here a while ago. Uh, many bands, Infomatic, Pika Beats, um, Final Spins, Floored Faces. Yeah. It's but been yeah, a like how we, yeah. And then Eric was in some, like, other punk bands and stuff. Well, he, he'll tell you. I'm yeah. not going to talk for yeah, you. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, I moved out here. I moved out to Seattle about 15 years ago. Uh, I'm, I'm from Pacific Northwest originally, but I lived in, uh, in the Midwest for about 21 years. And, uh, that's where I played in a lot of bands in the Midwest and, Punk bands, ska bands, funk bands, a Zappa sort of project, and uh, and and then I moved out here, and I I didn't really, you know, whether or not I played music again, I I wasn't really thinking about it, and then um, I made some friends with some people, and 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 got back into it, and I was in a band called Spit in the Well, and that that band, you know went through its natural progression and, and, you know, we all just split amicably and then I wasn't, I wasn't really doing anything. And then, uh, and then I met Joe, uh, we had you know, mutual friends that kind of introduced us and, and, uh, and we just started talking and seemed, you know, it seemed pretty, pretty natural. We had this similar background, similar taste in music. Uh, Joe had just, finished the five byte EP that he did all on his own, um, arranged the songs, played all the instruments, went down to LA, yeah, booked studio time. It was crazy though. Cranked yeah. this out and, and then brought it back and, you know, I was, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in yeah. checking it out. And then, um, and it, it took us a little bit, a little bit of time to get together, you know, schedules and such, but, uh, we finally got together, and and that first night we were together, we played through the five bite songs, and then Joe just started playing, just playing a riff. We just started jamming, yeah, and yeah. that's we wrote our first song that night, yeah. Uh, yeah, on holidays, you know, on our first EP, we we wrote that song that night, and we still. We still play it. It's still a fun song to play. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was a spark, definitely. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I had played with Joe weeks before Eric, just supporting. Was that Rat City? Like, we played a yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, we did. We yeah. played Drunkies. Yeah, dude. we played okay. Drunkies. Wow. Uh, just playing music off the Five Byte EP. Yep. And um. And yeah, and that practice. I mean. It sounds corny, but like it was cosmic, dude. It yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like everything just fell into place with that riff and that song. It wrote itself versus like if you if you're a musician and you've been through that excruciating process of like 
trying to make a song work. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that. It was just no. like, it just unfolded and it, there it was. And then I kind of want to like toot our horn a second of like, we recorded that first EP. Two months after. Like yeah, the three well, of us, so, the second um, EP, the first yeah. EP, the three of us. Yeah. We, we had. Well, five bite. So five, the five bite EP, I flew down to LA to house sit for my cousin yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to fucking book a recording studio. I don't know anybody. I'm just going to cold call. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I ended up emailing, uh, this guy, Pierre de reader who was in this band, Rilo Kylie. Okay. And, yeah. uh, he owns this amazing studio called 64 sound. If you're ever in LA, check it out. It's, it's amazing. It's like, um, it's like walking into a Wes Anderson movie, like a set, and everything's fucking old in there. Yeah. It's just like, it's just the, this anonymous building in Highland Park, LA. And uh, anyways, I flew down to LA and uh, I just cold called him and he set up the session and I went in there and I like checked a couple guitars. So I flew with two guitars into the city <laughs> and uh, I had like some of the songs for five by like written already, okay. but like not all of them. So basically yeah. like two days in the studio, I was just going to hammer out whatever I could. Right. And so I got in there with this guy, Rob Duffy, who's this amazing engineer and things just clicked. But like, um, it was a wild experience because, uh, just a lot of shit happened where it was like, this is fucking crazy. Like, um, I just saw this, fucking amazing studio online and yeah and just just email them out of the blue like hey what's your rates and stuff and yeah. anyways it just worked out but um yeah. i flew down there and like i was writing songs just trying to finish up what i'd intended to record and uh i found out that my van like the morning i was supposed to go into the session to start recording i found out that my van was stolen in Seattle oh, with like all of my tools. I do like carpentry work yeah. and general, general contracting. Oh, no. And, um, so all my shit was gone and I was just like, Holy fuck. This is like the worst case scenario too, you know? Yeah. Cause like, I didn't know if I'd get my van back or anything. So I just went to the studio and just poured it all into the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was just like, it made me be really present and just be like this. I have to make the most of this experience cause I'm so fucked right now. <laughs> so, um, and so the second day we're like, getting, I was just loving it, like having so much fun. And I got a phone call and they're like, they found your van. Okay. You know? And I was like listening to playback of a song and I was just yeah. like, Oh, that's rad. Cool. <laughs> you know? like, uh, so that's how that process started. So, it, so to fl fast forward, um, I contacted Chris Walla who owns, uh, hollow justice and yeah. booked recording immediately. When I got back, I was like, I want to fucking go keep this going. Yeah. Cause you know, that's creatively. I felt like this is driving. So I booked hollow justice and we played <laughs> the five bite songs at drunkies right okay. for the rat city recon festival and um that went well and then like we immediately practiced with a different bass player with eric yeah and brought him in after the show right it was after drunkies yeah, yeah. and then uh 
that's when it all clicked. But anyways, what I'm getting at is like, this is like, we're three weeks old as a band and yeah. we were in, right? Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the or pivot like, was it, uh, you're, yeah, you're, you're spot on. I forgot about this. This part of the story is we didn't like write these songs and go, let's record them. It was, oh, Joe booked a recording session. (laughs) So we we were like, oh, we should probably get some songs together for that recording session. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was like after practice one time, oh, yeah, hey, can you record? Is that that all right? Can you, you know, we're booked for next week. Can you do that? Yeah, that's right. And, and so I don't want to give away too many Floored Faces secrets, but one of our secrets is... <laughs> no, give them is, away. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. We, we show up to the studio to record, usually with about <clears throat> 75% of the songs written. Yeah. We, we'll have like yeah. five songs, but some are half written. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and that, I mean, that was created out of circumstances of Joe book studio time. We have to go in. Um, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to record a hall of justice, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that's kind of our MO of we, we don't, we're very spontaneous and it's working. Uh, yeah. and it's, it's effortless. That's why I really, really like this band. That's why I think, um, we have so much fun is that we really, it's effortless. That comes yeah. across to me. Like when I, when I was listening to escapism prism and then like mm. it, it pretty much like anything you guys have put out, it's like anytime I listen to it, it always feels very effortless to me. And like as a musician, I'm always envious of that. Cause I've been oh. in situations where it feels like just such a process, yeah. you know, getting mm-hmm. anything done. And it's like, but I'll put on like floored faces and stuff. And yeah, it's like, it's rough around the edges, but it's like, I'll play it. And it's like, it feels like y'all have been around the block a few times. Like it gels really hard every time I listen to it. Yeah. You know, and, and there's something about that where it's just like, Oh man, like I wish I could get to that point as a musician where I could just like, Oh, Hey guys, we have a studio session on Friday. Like you want to go record man and not have everybody like freak out at me. Cause I'm pretty sure that's what would happen if we did that. Yeah. They were, these guys were amazing because like, I mean, really, that's when I was just like, really, I've, it really felt like I was in a different kind of band when we were in hall of justice and recording. I was like, that's when it really dawned on me that this is really driving a hundred percent, like firing on all cylinders. And, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. And also we, didn't we have a show? We we played I I was just gonna, I was just gonna add that. Um, the day we finished recording (laughs) at hall of justice, we also had our first show at the lo-fi. Okay. Yeah, and you know I'm highlighting the process that they're talking about. You know, we we basically wrote, you know, and finished these songs in the studio, right? You yeah, know, arranged them and everything. And so before the show, <laughs> I'm in the corner actually writing down the structure of the song because I can't really remember. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I you know just yeah record them and it's you know you we get locked like- in, but we had cheat sheets. Yeah, we had cheat sheets up on up on the stage, and um, yeah, it, was, it turned out to be a turned out to be a fun show. Yeah, and it sounds nerve wracking, but I mean, all in stride. Like I've played with musicians that want to just rehearse songs to death until there's no life in them, and then you yeah. get on stage and it feels yeah. boring. Yeah. Um, this band is on the other end of that spectrum, yeah. <laughs> where yeah. we. We keep uh, it, it's it's a lot more lively and a lot more 
uh, I'd say present that we we are. I mean, of course, we know our songs, but we're not afraid to go write a bunch of songs under a deadline, finish them in a studio, and then literally run out of the studio to sound check our first show. Like, <laughs> yeah. No problem. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then there was there was a show that we played not long after that where. You know, we had, we recorded the, what was it, five, six songs, and that's all we had, right? And so we got this spot to play, and we had, you know, the makings of new songs, and we would just get up there and start jamming those songs, just Oh, was that a Cafe song, Racer? Yeah, it was a Cafe Racer yeah. when we we didn't have a long enough set to actually uh, yeah, that's right. play a full half hour, let yeah. alone yeah. an yeah. hour. Yeah, and, right. and, you know, they were like, well, you know, can you play an hour? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure <Yeah>. we can. <laughs> we played for 25 minutes yeah, and jam for 35. Yeah. Did we play yeah. an hour? We did, right? We did get to an hour. We did we get to really an hour sure. and we... um we sure that was we we workshopped a lot of stuff that you know I, I mean normally that would be very nerve wracking to me but uh, no bands play an hour anymore anyways unless you're like the Rolling Stones yeah, well, audience has you the know. patience for an hour yeah. unless they already know like every single one of your songs yeah. or right. something like right. that yeah. and, and we did hold the room but I want to nice. say like yeah. if you've been to Cafe Racer <laughs> where it used to be rest in peace it's all glass and wood yeah. and drywall it's and bright we're not a quiet we band. Just, like cranked. No. It was like it was just, yeah. a sound cannon uh, <laughs> yeah, with us on stage. Yeah, I, I I think that's another piece of it is you know there's there's some pretty une- unexpected sound that comes mm-hmm. comes from us on stage and you know I I could see you know sometimes people are like trying to figure out where to put us yeah you know sort of thing. Yeah, and I I don't want to I don't want to go off track or like direct the next question, but we didn't mention another band that w- we all have played in. They're a band called Acid Flakes. Oh, okay. Right. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's our other. That's that we went to when we played a festival. Yeah, that's a. But we we went down to Oakland and uh, played this festival uh, where like. Uh, it's my well my wife's cousins own this club this they owned a club called uh, the uptown okay in oakland and uh it was called uh Hol- what was it holiday, holiday on, on the, the moon yeah holiday on the moon festival and uh dead meadow played and okay. a bunch of other amazing bands and uh anyways we were there and staying at their amazing place shout out to robin and ray uh and we recorded this song there and it's more psychedelic like more drum machines and shit like that but we only have one song and uh nobody really knows about us yeah but it i mean this place we stayed at with robin and ray was amazing it the upstairs had a loft with seemingly endless instruments um we were playing on uh i was playing drums on what like a Roland, it's like a Roland electronic drum kit. But I was totally geeking out and getting like stadium, like drummer nerd talk. You guys can like Let's look go away. For it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually there's a, st- there's a stainless steel kit in the Roland uh, drum brain, 
yeah stainless steel sound <laughs> and you can customize this is how deep i got into this i guess we had time <laughs> yeah, to kill yeah, yeah. but i'm taking like the bass drum and making it 28 by 20 <laughs> dimensions and it just sounds like a fucking cannon and then putting like an arena sound on it really kicking yeah. out this is stuff like yeah. 10 years ago i would have been like i'm not touching that thing yeah but here yeah, i am yeah. like going nuts on this kit and we had this amazing evening we had a night off yep. where um we just ended up holding up and writing a song and same process. We didn't have any idea. It just started with something and we finished it by the end of the night, adding all kinds of weird stuff like canned air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As an overdub. <laughs> one, of those, one of those little apples that jingles. Yeah. That you know those apple like toys from the seventies that have yeah. like a weird bell in them. Anyway, we, there was one just sitting around and it was like, Bling! and so like, yep. yeah, we were just throwing <laughs> everything into the song. Just like, as a fun experiment, and we liked it so much, we released it as uh, Acid Flakes, the other band that we're in. Okay. Yeah, and Eva Eva Walker played it on yeah. Audio Oasis. <laughs> yeah, it gets played. It Shout gets, out to gets Eva Walker on yeah. KXP. Yeah. That was sick. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that was fun. So it's it's great, you know, as a band to be able to like, I don't know, just not have this. You know, we don't have to like chart things out really. Um, things just gel pretty naturally you know yeah. so i don't know it's pretty rare i mean for us yeah. i don't know i really want to ask you guys who are some of the other bands in seattle you're looking forward to playing out with hmm uh i'm i'm gonna be very this i'm <laughs> you can pin this on me this is yeah. not speaking for floored faces but yeah. um i want to say i feel like a lot's changed with yeah. the pandemic um yeah. I mean, not speaking to bands in particular, but I remember when we were in lockdown, going to the space to just get away and play drums, and it was a mass exodus. A lot of bands just had to move out because mm. the economy mm. cratered. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you ask the question, what bands I'm looking forward to play with, kind of like I want to check and see who's out there, who's who's coming back, because yeah. I think we've lost a, a fair number of bands due to the, the pandemic. Um, yeah. I mean, I like to play with Josephine chopper. They're cool dudes. Yeah. yeah. I oh like those guys. Yeah. Play with them at yeah. Rat city. They were and, amazing. Uh, I mean, Kinski would be rad to play with if they okay. ever wanted to play, you know, a mm -hmm. band like that would be cool. Or, yeah. um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's so many, there's so many good bands here, you know I mean? I don't yeah. know. But like, like what Colin said though, for sure. It's like to see who's out there and playing yeah. too, you know, so I'm looking forward um, to things getting back. Going to see live yeah. shows again. I'm going to take this opportunity to plug my Spotify playlists that are out there that are chocked full of all sorts of Seattle bands yeah. that are putting out music right now. A lot of them are getting ready to play shows again. I was kind of glad actually with Play Palace that we got our show at Drunkies, like not out of the way exactly in June, but like we did that first. Cause I'm looking at the calendar right now for July and it's just like, there's so many nights where I'm like, man, there's like three or four different shows that yeah. I'm torn yeah. between. Yeah. And like, I've talked with all these bands and it's just like, fuck, yeah. you know, like I've been looking forward to this for like months and I don't know which one I want to go to. Yeah. That yeah. Like, I know. Oh, I, I've, yeah. I've been seeing that too. There's like double booked up nights and stuff and that's just going to happen. Right. I mean, it's a great problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're stoked to get out there and play and like, you know, see our buddies again, of course. And you know, um, 
we're we feel lucky you know to be able to do it and we really hunkered down like socially distanced and stuff like yeah. with our recording process yeah. and um we learned a lot <laughs> i swore yeah. at my computer a lot <laughs> and uh yeah it's it's great because you know now we're able to write in this room here and um write and record we we kind of be, we've become more uh recording geeks or at least i have i bought a couple nicer microphones and like um we just set up and record everything and then bounce it to like a drive and and now uh it's getting mixed and yeah so we we did it here and it sounds this room sounds like kind of like this um, it has tall ceilings, but it sounds yeah. kind of like it's seventies, like dingy seventies basement. Like sure, yeah. it kind of has a Hesh vibe, our new album, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. this garagey Hesh vibe. And yeah. we're stoked about it for sure. Yeah. I mean, so, our, our, our throughput is crazy right now because the process has been fun being remote, sharing ideas, rec- like tracked, like demos, right? Guitar part drum beat um and then putting it in our heads collectively coming down here and recording it on the spot instead of like let's rehearse it let's get it tight let's go yeah. into the studio yeah. Yeah. it's like we're we're just going for it and enjoying the luxury of having a great space and a and a a recording setup so yeah it's very spontaneous you can just you know go from yeah. like Genesis to record, you know, just like that. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're really seeing yeah. the, the benefit of that. And yeah, you know, we got a lot of new material, um, recorded <laughs> and coming out as a result. So yeah. yeah, it's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. You know, we really like, we've been working on it for a while, like our craft, you know, of yeah. like, yeah. of just trying to get everything sounding right. And like, I mean, there'll be nights where I'm just like, working on mixing at home and just just yeah. to like tweak things a little bit and then i'll send them bounces of stuff and uh yeah. just like rough mixes and stuff of like it's just so nice to have to be able to do that with you know you don't really have to spend that much money on fancy shit you could just get yeah. like a few even cheap mics and like yeah. make it sound rad you know so that's that's what I'm kind of all about, just like crafting that and, and experimenting with it. And um, I want to say you mentioned to me you recorded "Feel the Void" in here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that we was did. that was the first that was the first song that we did on our own. Yeah, in the in past space. Yeah, in the past, like I, I we recorded final spins in a house in uh, the central district back in the day but it was mainly like our bandmate who did most of the recording like yeah, we, yeah. I, I knew a little bit you know yeah um but now years later it's like you learn more and more and more and then so it's like i was pretty schooled in pro tools but then we had a really bad <laughs> band experience with pro tools <laughs> so then we were like i'm sorry avid we fucking hate you avid fuck off we all uh, hate avid it's cool uh, <laughs> Shout out uh, to Avid. Shout yeah. out to GarageBand. <laughs> shout Fuck out to GarageBand. To um, shout out to uh, Logic Pro to you. Uh, uh, Cubase. <laughs> Cubase. Nuendo. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, but, Go let it, bro. <laughs> so we, I, I had the... Yeah, you know I, what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I had Pro Tools, and I fucking... I was just like, 
guys, you can't have the free copy. It's not going to work. <laughs> the fucking fr- they're trying to like share files with like the free copy. And I was yeah. like, this is so fucked. So we, I said, fuck it. We're going to use GarageBand. So we, <laughs> so we, we recorded all of our new shit with GarageBand and then we just bounced the waves, you know, away files onto a drive and then we do it for real. But and, so, and, and thank goodness for uh, the mics. Thank yeah. goodness for the the, the we, inputs. Yeah, GarageBand. Not a fan, but I mean, it works. We've yeah, we've we've gotten by. I'm a fan yeah. of whatever works. Like yeah. Um, yeah. that, you can express yourself in a way where you don't have to yeah. jump through a lot of hoops. I mean, yeah, yeah. and you know, sometimes like like making beats and stuff with with um. Yeah, uh, what's the fucking I can't even think of the thing but the uh, the, the program for beats um, Reason Fruity Loops no not Fruity Loops but uh, uh, fuck it's like the main one uh, <laughs> how am I forgetting <laughs> what it is uh, anyways yeah we don't really make that many beats but you know yeah. but you, you chop the shit up and Ableton okay, Able- uh, okay. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. Ableton um so Ableton Live, it's all that's like a part of that creative process. It's like yeah. you're kinda like chopping stuff up and, and fucking with it, you know what I mean? But yeah. with what we're doing, for me personally, I have to like have something that's just super like a toddler could record a song yeah. on it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. hit record. And so GarageBand has kind of been that platform for us. So I don't, I don't In a way know. it's a good thing. So you're not like endlessly going like Oh my gosh, I can put 50 different effects on this kick. Yeah, options almost are, are not worse. They're, I guess, they're buried in like, GarageBand. Yeah. Like, we're not looking for them. We're just trying to get like the best signal in to then, you know, take two. Uh, yeah. We found a very talented mixer. Yeah, know, that's, we really. That's been helping us. Um, yeah. And these are songs, this guy, Brandon, um, he did not mix feel the void um no, he didn't. We, we found him how long ago a month ago yeah about a, a little over a month ago yeah. uh blake was, uh blake the guy who masters are uh from dynamic um sound service uh yeah. he referred he was he re- he was just like hey you should talk to this guy and uh brandon and that guy was brandon and brandon is uh amazing he's just yeah uh he's really he's really helping like us land um yeah and we're stoked we're we're excited to have these new songs he's down in, yeah he's down in portland and uh he's he's done stuff for like bands like helmet and lace yeah. avifav and shit like that but then newer bands and like um i don't know it's bone like thugs he, and harmony <laughs> bone thugs and harmony yes. too shout out to them <laughs> um yeah like yeah he's he's fucking, that's crazy but he's um managed the spectrum and it it sounds really good yeah it's just it's just got the you know we wanted to you know dylan was amazing we worked with dylan wall uh for the first two eps and then uh for escapism and um and he 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 was for that time period he worked you know worked really well yeah and for this this new stuff um we just wanted to branch out you know and that's just yeah. that's just what bands do you know they, they go with somebody else and and we were um, like dylan wall in seven hill studio um we recorded escapism prism there yeah we were mixing that album as 
like lockdown was about to hit. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I remember Dylan brought in some, um, some, uh, some wipes, some like sanitizing wipes. Because oh, <laughs> back then, this is before they were telling everybody. This is pre-mask. Yeah. This is like, you brought how do we truck full wash, of toilet paper. Everybody was like, wash your hands, yeah. don't touch your face. <laughs> and so we were sitting, you know, now it's kind of like insane to think that we were like sitting there without masks on yeah, yeah. in a recording studio looking at like a, a, a tub of like disinfecting wipes going, it's safe. Um, but, yeah. but Dylan did an amazing job engineering and and tracking that that album oh for sure seriously oh, yeah. Yeah. seven Huge hills help. yeah that place is, is amazing. an amazing space yeah, yeah it's a cool little studio it's just like you up on capitol hill and just kind of like you wouldn't really even know it's there it's just tiny i don't know if you if you've been there but it's I a great great yet, space no. um but with the pandemic and the lockdown yeah i mean we we everybody a lot of bands, not just us, yeah. has you, you've evolved. And the evolutionary step was like, I, we can't go into a recording studio. Let's create yeah. our own. Yeah. yeah, I was just kind of going for it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what, however Feel the Void was recorded, whatever went yeah. into making that happen, I think it's working for you. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah we're stoked. Like, Thank you. Man. Well, we sent a new like uh, mix up to Blake, Blake Bickle yeah. at Dynamic Sound Service, and he... Uh, he got right back. I we were just talking about specs on the song and stuff, yeah. and I was like, "Hey, he didn't know that we recorded it ourselves." And I was like, "Hey, dude, like, yeah. I engineered it and we recorded this here in our space." And he was like, yeah. "What? Like, that's crazy." Yeah. So, I guess yeah, we're doing something right, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, by yeah. the seat of our pants, by the seat of our right. totally. That's, that's <laughs> we the don't model. know what we're doing, and it's working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. It's the best way to do it. It's yeah. the best yeah. way to make it happen, man. Well, um, I got to say, man, I, you know, I love the music. I wish you the best on everything. I Thank can't you. wait to come out to the show. Yeah, thanks, This man. Friday. Yep. I can't wait to experience so, it all we're, live. We're stoked. And, uh, man, thank you guys for coming on tonight. Thanks. Really appreciate thank it. You. Oh, thank appreciate you. Thank you for having us. Thank you.